right, everyone. This is going to hopefully be our last solo episode. Um, just to, you know, we're going to do a nice little quick one. Just give you guys some kind of content. Secret Chris will be back for our next episode um, from his paternity leave, which is good. Um, we have a lot of great content coming up in the next few months, and I'm excited for Chris to be back to, uh, to join me in sharing all that stuff with you. So what could we talk about until then? Well, we could talk about Justin's shirt, but it is what it is. He's always going to wear something while he's such a piece of provocateur. I was just telling him this. He's a provocateur, which I guess in the art world is a good thing, but to us non-art folks, it's just an annoyance. <laughs> it's just, you need to, and I need to see, I need to see people's reaction. Um, Winston Churchill was a provocateur in a sense, but I think that's just because he was drunk. You know, uh, he had daily, like a daily regimen of scotch, like at different scotch and sherry at different points. Speaking of Churchill, what am I smoking right now? You may ask this beautiful Churchill size. Well, this is the Redux. I'm not even going to call it Redux. It's our latest iteration, our latest launch of the Mother Church from uh, the Crown Heads, where we got him back. Still very limited. same amount of boxes we had before, but we're also going to be sharing some of these with our good friends over at Casa de Monte Cristo in the uh, you know our, our CDM uh, select CDM stores. We'll be getting some of these as well, and uh, this is coming out tomorrow. Right? So for anyone in the Nashville area, next Wednesday, August third, uh, I will be attending the um, official Mother Church launch party for Casa de Monte Cristo in Nashville at the Nashville location. I will be joined by our dearest friend and great mind behind Mother Church, John Huber of Crown Heads. It'll be, I think, from five to nine or six to nine. There's going to be special cocktails there, like Nashville-themed cocktails. John's going to do a Q&A. We're going to sit him up with a microphone and I'll I'll toss him some questions too, but then we're going to try to get, you know, the, the crowd involved to, to talk to him just, you know, about Mother Church, about, you know, other crown heads questions. Um, I believe, hmm, I believe there's going to be some, some deals on, on other crown head cigars, not Mother Church, sorry, full price, but I believe there's going to be deals on other ones. I think Wes will be there. If you guys know Wes, who's, you know, really popular crown heads rep, it's going to be a really good time. It's an outstanding cigar, and I when I took this out of the out of the box, this wrapper looks even better than the original one. This just looks dark and oily and super freaking smooth, um, and it's smoking tremendously. I mean, there's there's a reason we had a lot of great cigars that came out for our 50th anniversary. You know, the Wagyu, um, the Davidoff, the Wawense, the Dunbarton 50th, the special size of the V, like so many great cigars, um, the Agonorsa. But the reason I, I talked so much about Mother Church is, uh, and this is a personal thing, personally for my palate, it hits perfectly right. Um, the difference between something like this and the Wagyu, the Wagyu is one of the, one of the best in class at what it does, which is robust, beefy, rich, hearty, that nice you know San Andreas sweetness, something you would have after a heavy meal. So like I said, best in class for... The times where I want a cigar like that, Wagyu is probably the one I'm going to go to. Mother Church is an anytime. And it's not a, a mild any. It's not like a mellow, like, I just want to have a cigar in my mouth. I'm playing golf. I don't care what it tastes like. It is flavorful and sweet and complex enough 
that any time of day before eating, after eating, golfing, fishing, on a boat, uh, on land, in the sky, on the beaches, you know, we will fight them. Uh, but any time this cigar just works. Um, I, I still to this day, uh, and I haven't tried the uh, any of the like the newest, newest crown head stuff, like the stuff that he just released this year at the trade show. But I still think this is the best blend that John has put their names on. I, I, I honest to God do. I have smoked more of this cigar than anything else in the past year or so. I have bought, I get a ton. Listen, I don't know if you guys know, I'm pretty well connected in the cigar industry. All right. People know me. They shouldn't. I don't want them to know me. Um, and I'm not somebody that I think should be known, but apparently I'm known. I get, I get a lot of cigars from, from people as either to test, to review or whatever. Luckily, I have been blessed by my occupation that I don't have to buy a lot of cigars. I still do. Anytime I'm in a new town, I'll go to a shop. Like if I happen to pass by a cigar shop, I'll go and I'll buy just something basic just to kind of contribute, kind of a pay it forward for the industry. But in terms of like having to buy cigars in mass, I really only buy the occasional limited thing that's hard to find because like everything else I pretty much have access to. Um, I bought at least one box of every 50th this year, A, to show support for the project and for the company, and B, because there was not one that I thought was going to be, you know, garbage or going to be just a whatever, you know, just something we're putting out there. Like a lot of thought went into each and every one of those releases from our team here, from the manufacturers. Nobody just pitched us a softball kind of like, here's some BS that we can give you. Each one of the manufacturers that we worked with on the 50th put a lot of thought and time and money and effort into those cigars. So, and they're also all really good cigars that I would smoke regularly. So I bought a box of each one, nearly one broke. Um, actually, still am broke, still recovering from my <laughs> from my 50th year. Um, some of them I bought two because I knew they were going to go fast. So like the Wagyu, I bought two. The Dunbarton, I bought two. The Wednesday, I bought two. The Mother Church, I, I want to say I bought like a box a month. Like, no joke. I, I, I probably bought at least 10 boxes of this just because I was going through them so fast. When you have a cigar like this, when you have a cigar that's an anytime cigar, you just you smoke more of them. There's not a ton of times in my life where I've had a nice big steak and I'm going to have like an after dinner drink and so I'm going to enjoy a Wagyu. Those times happen. They happen probably more with me than your average person because, I mean, look at me. I'm a big jabroni. I, you know, eat steak and drinks and smokes. But those times aren't as common as like a mother church time, which is what makes this cigar so special, at least to me, is there's not a bad time to smoke it. And not that there's a bad time to smoke anything, but there are more appropriate times. If I'm getting up super early in the morning, I haven't really had breakfast, I have a, a, a quick cup of coffee and I'm going to play golf at you know, 7 a.m. tea time. Wagyu or, you know, a Mikarita Tricky Traka, probably not the best option. Usually. Generally, you do, rule of thumb, you don't want to go like super heavy and super flavorful like on your first cigar because if you're planning on smoking anything else that day, your palate's going to be all sky shot. So you want something that's going to be a little more nimble, that's going to leave your palate a little cleaner. This one works. This so this works as a first thing in the morning cigar. Golf cigar definitely. It will stay lit pretty long. That Churchill size works well. And like I said, and it's not 
something I have to focus too much on so I can focus on hitting my ball in the goddamn woods. After dinner, though, let's say, oh, you are full. You had the big steak, uh, medium rare, and garlic butter. Now I'm getting hungry. Now I want some of that. Mm, let me remember my tummy like a creep. Uh, you have the big thing, and maybe you have a little creme brulee or like a New York-style cheesecake, you know, some kind of light dessert, double espresso with a little sugar. This also works perfectly well for that moment because it's strong enough and complex enough to satiate you when you're full and like you want that kind of after dinner cigar relief. And it has like, like a great tobacco sweetness from the Corojo wrapper. So it also fits perfectly well at that time. I would give this to a new cigar smoker. I would give this to a seasoned cigar smoker because I think they're both going to find things to appreciate about it. A new cigar smoker, it's very approachable and it's going to give them a good indicator of like, hey, when we talk about tobacco sweetness in a cigar, this is what we mean. When we talk about smoothness, when we talk about this and that, it's a good indicator for all those things to kind of get somebody, a beginner, their palate accustomed to this. A seasoned cigar smoker is just going to appreciate the hell out of it. They're going to appreciate the construction, the balance, the delicate dance that the flavors play. Like I said, I mean, it, if it if this was not... Oh, hold on, hold on. Hmm. To be honest, if this was not a JR product, if, if Crown Heads just released this last year, it would have been probably a... a Top three of, of our cigars last year. I didn't feel right putting it there because I didn't want people to think that I'm just shilling or that me and Chris are just shilling for cigars that our company, you know, is responsible for, like our private labels. Cause I don't like that, you know, I, I that'd be like if Cigar Aficionado had a private Fuente and that kept getting cigar of the year, um, which essentially it's kind of what they do already, but that's a whole other story. Um so, but like this is it's amazing. It really, really is. Um, I have heard nothing but good things from everyone I've given them to. And I'm talking about not just, listen, I got my jabroni friends who like don't know about cigars. and I give them something and I tell them it's good. And they're like, oh yeah, it is good. But they have no idea. And that's fine. Because that's what I do in those situations. If I'm hanging out with like a bourbon connoisseur and he's like, oh, here's a, this is a $50 sip of bourbon. Like just this sip I'm going to give you is worth 50 bucks. It's a $2,000 bottle. If I sip that thing, even if it tastes like shit, I'm telling him, man, that's, you know, you do that mm, smooth, ooh. you do that like that burning smooth, oh, that's smooth, that's good, that's good stuff. Just because you don't want to be rude and, you know, they, they know, like, I don't know about, you know, bourbons, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's good, I know what I like. Maybe what you like is what's good, though. Maybe that's it. Maybe we got to get out of this mob mentality of because the magazine tells us that Pappy Van Winkle is the best. Like, what if you don't like Pappy and you feel excluded? There's people out there who don't like Opus X. I like Opus X. You can take the band off of that cigar and give it to me with four other cigars and I will know it's an Opus and it will be phenomenal. There are people who probably don't do that, who claim Opus X is their favorite. Um, but, may, you know, but and there are people who tell me, oh yeah, I've tried the Opus. I think it's overrated. I don't like it. You know, Listen, cigar smoking, you know, uh, bourbon preferences, these are very personal things. So when I tell you about Mother Church, it might not be your bag of cats. You know, it might not be your your thing. Um, but if anything else I've suggested to you, any of the top fives, any, and you guys can tell, I can't, I can't explicitly show favoritism because it's not right. Um, 
And I don't like people who do that because uh, in my mind, there's no such thing as a bad cigar. There's a cigar that's not right for you. But if any of the things you can, you can tell in my videos, the cigars that I'm really pressing for, and I don't do that for sales. I don't do that because it's some, oh, you know, we're trying to move inventory on this. I handle those videos a different way. But anything I'm really pressing or I've included in a, a lot of top fives, it, it's because I have a deep personal appreciation for that product. So if you guys trust that, if you have seen you know, and, and those recommendations have been along your liking for the past few years, then trust me when I tell you Mother Church is it's a just a, it's a quintessential cigar in my lineup. Um, even if we end up maybe not bringing it back for a third time, I'm going to work something out with John personally. Where I'm going to give him, I'll, I'll pay him for direct. Just make him make him for me. I'll, I'll whatever they cost to make a hundred cigars a year for my humidor. I will I will buy them and and give me like I'll I'll pay up. I'll pay the full cost of what the cigars retail for. You know. Like they are, they are that good. And especially coming out of the COVID era, I didn't smoke a lot. I was stuck at home, panic attacks, uh, stomach issues, stopped drinking for a while. My palate was shot. The, 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 the test blends he sent me for this. And I remember it was October. I got my first one, October of 2020 is when he sent me the first test blends from mother church. And I'm like, this, it, it brought me back to life. It brought my palette back online it it kind of shook me out of my because this is you know this is like those for that that whole summer you know spring lockdowns and everything anxiety this kind of shook me free of a lot of the spider webs that i had from being home for six months and brought back my love of the product and so this cigar will always have a special place in my heart and i will advocate for this cigar for the rest of my career, as long as it's as it's around, I will push to keep it around. And apparently, people agree with me. Cigar Coop rated it a ninety. Blind Man's Puff gave it a ninety-two, number four cigar of the year. Um, there's another. There was another reviewer on Spotify. I can't remember. Somebody sent me the link. Another. They do like a, another podcast. I, I apologize. They smoked it um, within a month of it being released. They gave it a ninety. I have have yet to find somebody who smoked this cigar and did not like it. I have yet to smoke somebody, have somebody smoke this cigar and tell me that it was fine. Like, oh yeah, it was pretty good. No, everyone I have given it to is like, that's unreal. You know, and again, it's unreal, not in like, it's, it's explosive, un flavors I've never heard. It's flavors you know and are comfortable with and it presents them in a very comfortable way. It's a comforting cigar. It's like The Office. How many times have you seen The Office and like, you laugh every time it's not groundbreaking anymore. It's been around, but they just do it the best and it comforts you to know that it's there. And that's what this cigar is. It's, it's the flavors you love done in a beautiful, comforting way. Um, and also the concept is really cool. The Ryman Auditorium, the box and everything. So uh, we will be launching this, I believe, the Tuesday. So let's see, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Tuesday the 9th. These will become available on our website. but. August 3rd, going live in Nashville at the, uh, at the CDM store in Nashville. We'll do the Q&A with John. We're going to get some cool filming of that done, some great content. And if you're by one of the select, and we'll, we'll, we'll offer up a list at some point. You know, they'll, they'll let me know exactly which CDM stores is going to be available in. I believe maybe two of the New Jersey stores. I think Nat Nashville obviously is def definitely getting them. Maybe Austin. 
Mooresville, North Carolina. I, th- I think we'll put out a list at some point with which stores this is going to be available in. But come on out, 6 o'clock, August 3rd, Nashville, Tennessee. I'll be there with John Huber and a lot of the Crown Heads crew to launch this beautiful, beautiful cigar um, onto the CDM scene. Um, that's all for me. Thank you guys very much for listening. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. And also, thank God that Chris is coming back. How many more of these do you want to hear of just me bullshitting into a microphone? I don't want to hear it. Justin don't want to hear it. And I'm sure you guys don't either. So oh, thank God Chris will come back and he'll have grand tales of his of his baby going days or whatever it is, his early parenting career that he can enlighten us on. So until then, thanks a lot and keep them lit. <laughs>